0: Welcome back, guys, for episode 25. I have a special guest here today, and I have mentioned her name a few times on the podcast.
1: Yeah, every time my name is mentioned, I'm like, ah, yes, it's me.
0: You do a little dance? (laughs) little dance
1: hello i am sierra they have talked about me a couple times for yes. like photography and cases i've sent them and a few different things yeah animals and all that
0: yeah so we've yeah we've mentioned you a few times
1: and i always appreciate it it's one of those things it's like yeah. you know when you're in school mm. and you the teacher calls your name and you're like me yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Me? it just feels so special yeah. Yeah, no, so, and again, I brought up your business a little bit, so I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about it. Yeah, sure. um.
1: I am a photographer, like I said before, and I shoot before primarily. Um, I used to do weddings and families and all of that, and then I kind of had a bit of a breakdown, and I was like, I just want to shoot half-naked people, (laughs) so... That's what I do. There you go. Um, and I it's basically boudoir. So oh, very empowering. And I shoot men and women and couples. Everyone under the sun. If you really want to feel empowered, you just need to take your clothes off. And let me take photos of you. And I promise it'll be... An experience <laughs> a wonderful of a lifetime. Yeah. No, it's, it's awesome. so awesome. So I've been doing that full-time for about three years. Yeah.
0: Already. Time. Holy cow. I know.
1: Yeah. It was 2019, June 2019. Yeah. yeah basically what happened was my birthday is May 30th. My OMA had a stroke on my birthday. Yes. And then like two days later, I was like, everything. And I quit my job. (laughs) Yeah. And then they bought me out. They gave me like two weeks of pay. And then I like, (laughs) my first day sitting at home, I was like, what do we do? Like, like being self-employed. And so I just kind of started doing some research on like different business practices and stuff. And Clearly, all of my experimenting and all of that has worked out. So here I am. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because you were doing like wedding... Shoots and stuff like that yeah, before. And I still do, like, oh, you the, do?
1: Yeah. I, okay. I really enjoy shooting weddings, but now it's mostly for like boudoir clients. They're oh, okay. Like, You're the only person that I trust taking photos. I'm like, great. I'll do your wedding. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. So it, it's kind of nice that way. And yeah, so that is Sierra Carlisle photography. And I don't update my Instagram very much with it anymore, but mm-hmm. I have some stuff to post. So I might in this winter yeah. actually repost some stuff. Some stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you, yeah, your, your work's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I still owe you a shoot. I know. Uh, I know. No, she uh, gifted me a shoot for my birthday.
1: A while ago. A while ago. Oh, and I and still... then shit hit the fan. And I, yep. didn't, I, mean, I didn't see anyone. Mm-hmm. Like a year and a half, two years. Just people in, in Vernon where I live. And mm-hmm. Diana is not that far, but also kind of far at the same time. So... Yeah, it's about an
0: hour, I guess. Yeah,
1: depends ish. if you hit traffic or not. Then yeah. It would just be a royal pain in the ass. But totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: so far, not that far, but mm-hmm. still. And then, yeah, like shit just got crazy with everything yeah. so yeah so i will do it eventually yes. <laughs> eventually yes so i definitely want to do it i don't know i'm like thinking should i wait for my sleeve to be done like leg sleeve well when do you want to finish it this year well you know. i already got two well, yeah yeah i already got two um appointments booked well,
1: amazing in
0: advance yeah so when well, i say this year i mean it's december already so yes by the end of 23 uh 23
1: 30
0: yeah twenty twenty three. <laughs> It's going to be completely done. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm booking in as many sessions as I can Absolutely. this year because I yeah. want it just done.
1: Yeah. No, that's so maybe right.
0: we'll wait for it to be.
1: Yes. Mm. I have a lot of people that do that actually. They're like, I'm getting a tattoo on the first of the month. Can I book my session after? I'm like two weeks after minimum. Yeah. In case you bruise, you swell, you peel, any of that kind of stuff. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I guess, I mean, when did I get this done? Hold on. It was last it? Wednesday? Yeah. Tuesday yeah. or something like that. So yeah, it hasn't, I guess it's been a, not a week. Wait, it was last. I can't remember. It hasn't been two it's weeks been eight, yet.
1: Eight days. Eight days. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> ah. I was like that meme where I had my
0: mouth. Yeah. Like science, I know. Like, I was like, like all the science symbols in the sky. Yeah. yeah I was trying, but it wasn't working for no, me. I did swell. I did bruise, but I got the two, and the bruising's gone down. The swelling—it's still kind of red. So yeah. I find usually the second to third week for me is usually when it's.
1: yeah I would say that's for most people yeah uh, Yeah. I mean like a small tattoo like if you just got like a couple lines or something you're probably fine to come in a week later but oh yeah something like that I'm like sorry I'm just looking at her leg right now I'm like yeah that you want it to be fully settled before you come in
0: yeah I don't want it to take away from the photos if I'm like swollen and bruised and gross
1: yeah (laughs) I can't edit out peeling I'm sorry
0: no no that would not be good (laughs) So yeah, your business, I'm happy it's going well.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Yeah,
0: yeah, it's awesome. So Chantel is not going to be here today. She was supposed to, but she has had bronchitis for a Mm -hmm. while and she started feeling better, but then she woke up today and her voice is all raspy again and she's Mm -hmm. just trying not to talk because it hurts and and she's hacking up a storm. So So it's just me and Sierra and we'll definitely have you back and then we can record with, with Chantel. Mm. it'll be a blast
1: yeah super (laughs) exciting um she did stop
0: by really quick she did she was
1: like diana i'm at your door via text and she was like huh and then we no,
0: (laughs) it was my doorbell like oh is that what it was yeah because my doorbell will notify me it was like chantelle's at the door oh i thought it was a text yeah yeah. no and i was like even better yeah yeah yeah. so i was like what is she doing here i thought she was going straight home poor thing was coughing but
1: it was nice to see her because i hadn't seen her since my wedding yeah so yeah Yeah, no
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I was happy to see her, but yeah, I honestly had no idea. That's why. So I asked Sierra to pick me up some cat litter today (laughs) because I got a new um, self-cleaning litter box. I have two already, but they're the cat genie. So they actually hook up to my water line and then it exits out into either the toilet or into whatever, right? But if those go down because I have no water in the house or whatever, then I have no cat boxes. So I wanted something that wasn't, attached to the water line but i still didn't want to clean <laughs> the litter box totally new,
1: yeah yeah so
0: i got this other one i think it's that robot or litter robot or something like that robot <laughs> yeah. litter i don't know i just
1: keep calling it the spaceship it's like. a
0: spaceship yeah it, ship not shit <laughs> space ship it does look like one yeah so anyway this one uses litter but it self-cleans mm-hmm. and then it just kind of goes into a tray it's going to be a little messier because i have to pull the bag out yeah but i still don't have to scoop shit and i'm okay with that. yeah so anyway yesterday Chantel uh had bought me some but then she left this morning and forgot to take the litter out of her her truck so yeah. i just assumed again she was going home so i asked sierra to pick me some up so they both bought me litter and the same exact kind so yeah i'm gonna set that up tonight i can't wait and yeah. i'm sure the cats will be Happy with it, so I'll be curious. All very, yeah, <laughs> very curious. But when I first got the cat genies, when it starts going, it turns and then there's a, a scoop that comes down and it scoops the shit. I think I know
1: exactly yeah. what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, and then it grinds it all and flushes it's it. Super so gross. it's disgusting, oh, but you don't yep. see it. Yeah. and then it like so it's, it washes it, so the water goes and washes, it. and then it has like mm-hmm. a blow dryer in it or whatever to dry the litter.
1: Yeah.
0: Anytime that went on when I first got them, the cats, all of them were sitting there watching it, like what's it doing to my poop? <laughs> so they were very, very curious. So I'm I'm sure it'll be the same with this. Yeah. Like there'll there'll be like what what is this? this is fuck mom. Yeah, what's it doing to my poop?
1: Yeah. Can you
0: imagine being like an animal trying to figure out something
1: like that? Yeah, because kind of you weird. can only like help them so much with it too. Like they're yeah. not going to understand.
0: No, they just know they go and then it's gone, mm. and that's the way I like it. So yes,
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: Ugh. So how's your week?
1: Um, it's been good. I mean, I mean, I can talk about my snake.
0: Yes oh my god you got to tell that story yes go ahead
1: um so my year has been a bit of a gong show and i don't i don't even think i told you mm. all of this honestly so okay. at the beginning of the year january my oma died yes my dog died yes. um not my home uh, dog my parents name, yeah i should say his name was miga and he was
0: the cutest little thing He <laughs> was
1: so cute but he was like the world's most expensive free dog like yeah it's gotten for free and he just <laughs> hung up the craziest bill of health issues ever. So then, yeah, he passed away. And then I am like, I'm self-employed, so I'm running a business, you know, like trying to take time off where I can. And I was just like, too sad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then I decided to start keeping more reptiles. So I got a couple frogs. That was all good and dandy and everything. And then I got married in August. And that was, I mean, chaos all of August. And then even September, like, it was pretty wild. Then I went on my honeymoon. Right before I went on my honeymoon, I had a tooth actually crack in half. And they needed to do a root canal. And long story short is that the numbing wasn't working on me. So I had to go in early in November and they had to use the light sedative on me and a bunch of other drugs so that they could get it to like work. Then in, I mean, in October, I somehow talked my husband into letting me get a snake and I wanted one for a really long time. So I have Opal the corn snake and I've just upgraded him to a new tank in, I guess it would have been in November sometime Mm -hmm. and... At the back of the tank, and I sent Diana photos because I was like, "There's no fucking way." Yeah, he got out. of, I'm not even kidding you. Like the holes at the back of this tank, at the very, very top yeah. of it, are like a centimeter. Like they're not big. No, they're but so tiny they
0: can contort themselves. Yeah, and I
1: was just like, "Jesus Christ!" Talk about dislocating your jaw to get through that. Like his jaw must have, been yeah, super far down. I was like, "There's no way." I get that's the only way he could have gotten out. Yeah, and I. It wasn't unusual for me to not see him for a day because he's tiny. Yeah, he's he's so small. He's really tiny, skinny, and usually like have like a little like half coconut. I lift it up. He's in there, but he was in there for two days and I was like, it's not right here. And sometimes he burrows into the dirt because I have a bioactive tank and, you know, he does all that kind of stuff. And there's some weird spots at the back of the tank, like behind the foam backdrop that he can hide into. Super helpful, right? And here I was, I like take it out on the floor and I was like, he's not fucking in here. My snake is fucking gone. Like, what do I do? And of course, when you Google it, it's actually way more common than you expect. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, like, snakes are just like little fuckers. I swear to God.
0: Yeah, they're escape artists. They really are. Yeah.
1: So here I was. Oh, my God. I have a Shiba Inu dog he's going to hunt for this thing if he hears it. I mm-hmm. have three cats with a pretty like decent prey drive. He's fucking toast. This is it. So what do I do next? Is like tear apart my whole house, parts of my house. I don't even like tearing apart. Like my craft closet. Are you kidding me? That's where you just shove things. And yeah. Like you exactly. actually need it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or you do the craft you've been talking about doing for the last two years. Right. So <laughs> tore that apart looked under every appliance will and jordan our roommate took apart every appliance lifted it up showed the light whatever you could do he was gone for five days it was wild so the next thing you're supposed to do if you have a reptile is get something that they like to eat and put it in your house and so what did i do i went and bought live mice mm-hmm. um <laughs> because he would have been hungry. He hadn't eaten in two weeks. And that was another thing. I was ready to feed him. And yeah. I was like, where the fuck is he? He's fucking hungry. I'm going to put this in here and he's going to come out. No, because he wasn't in there. Yeah. So I had these mice and I kept them in a tank on my office floor. And the first thing Will said when he brought them, he's like, you're not feeding them. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. Like, it's just to get the smell. And then if you want to keep them, we can, or we can give them to someone. I was actually going to ask Diana if yeah. she wanted
0: them. Yeah. They're
1: really cute. They are. They're adorable. I love them. super cute. And then that night, Will was like, okay, now we have the mice. I'm going to, like, stay on the couch all night. It's going to be, you know, we're going to find them. We're going to get them. He was like, sure, okay. Like, at this point, my heart is just broken. Yeah. Like, I have failed, you know, like, that's where my head goes. Like, I failed as a pet parent, Uh. right? Like, it just... You just feel like a complete bag of shit. Yeah, right? so, pretty much. <laughs> he stayed out on the couch, and I've been sleeping with earplugs because he's too loud in the mornings for me. And okay. I get up and he showers, and obviously like, he's a man, so like he'll like flail his arms around and shit will just fall over. And he's like, oops, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, wake me up at 6 o'clock in the morning, thanks. So I sleep with these earplugs, and I woke up to inside me with the fucking snake in his hands he's never held the snake like i said i had to convince yeah. him to get the snake yeah and it is a vision in my head i will never forget because he was like snake snake and i couldn't hear him yeah. sir snake snake, snake steer, snake and i was like oh, like i wake up and i was like oh you found him like <laughs> <laughs> i grabbed him out of his hands and i had like just one of those little like critter keepers so i put him in there yeah of course opal's like what the fuck is going on and he's like like trying to like even get yeah. inside." he's wiggling like a worm and so i yeah closed those little shafts over top of those fucking poles taped them down mm-hmm. and then just put opal in there And he was pretty mad for a few days but i fed him and now he's been really awesome yeah and we have four pet mice <laughs>
0: There you go. Nice are adorable. I freaking love them.
1: Yeah. And the woman at the pet store was like, well, if you want to keep them, they smell really bad. And I was like, I feel like that's if you have like hundreds of them in the back, like you do. And she was like, no, I've had people come in and bring them back because they smell so bad. And I was like, okay, but we haven't had an issue. We've had them like two weeks now. So
0: yeah. I mean, if you're not cleaning. Right.
1: Yeah. Every day I go in and spot clean. Yeah. Once a month, we're going to change the entire bedding. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and that's the thing, like if you're not cleaning it, of course, they're going to smell.
1: Well, and like I said, too, like if she has 500 in the back of her store, of course, it's not going to smell good back there.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. No. When I had my rats, I loved them so much.
1: Really smart. They're so and smart. they clean themselves too. They do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. They're so smart. They're so funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I used to have the huge cage i had for them yeah. in my room in my bedroom cuz they freak <laughs> people out a lot of people are afraid of them so i don't,
1: know why. I, I, I don't like, know. i'll never understand that cuz i'm like oh you have a tarantula can i hold it yeah like- <laughs> yeah oh
0: funny i saw a tarantula at the pet store the other day mm-hmm. and i almost got it cuz i have the terrarium for it and i have want ready one to go. i have yeah. it ready to go but then i looked it up what kind it was and it's not necessarily a good starter yeah. tarantula and i you know i've never had one before so i'd want one that is Gonna be better for Absolutely. a first-time yeah. owner, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I, I definitely want one. But I got the terrarium because I am gonna get one. <laughs> I'm gonna have to hide that one do, though, because Josh hates spiders, and he said if you ever get a tarantula, mom, I'm like, you won't know. I'll put it somewhere you won't know about. Might have it in my studio or in the office here or something. Yeah. But yeah, they I, have I want a lot one. Of
1: time too. They do. Yeah. They'll keep them out of anything you want to keep them out of. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, the rats unfortunately don't live very long. No. Like mice don't either. No. So they, they did pass away after a number of years, but mm-hmm. they were so great. Yeah. And they didn't stink. When I first got them, they smelled so bad. I had to give them a bath. They
1: were in a tank with like 20 other mice. And that's the thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, it was a girl. She got a, a mouse and she, or a rat and she didn't realize it was pregnant.
1: Oh, no. Yes,
0: yeah, so all of a sudden she's got all these babies, right? Yeah. But the thing she had them in, it was, it was pretty fucking dirty. Like she wasn't really taking care of them and stuff, no. but they smelled horrible when I got yeah. them, but they were like peeing on top of each other and exactly. like a super small Not space.
1: Like a no, it
0: wasn't. Jesus. It was yeah. horrible. It was mm-hmm. like small. Yeah. Like it was, I felt yeah. so bad for them. Yeah. So yeah, I grabbed a, a number of them mm-hmm. and they were amazing. They never smelled no. when I had them yeah. because I, again, clean their tanks out if you don't clean them they're gonna smell yeah period
1: yeah <laughs> you know whatever it is yeah welcome to pet talk with sierra yes yeah. sierra <laughs>
0: well it's a change from uh the auto hour oh my
1: god i was actually if chantal was gonna be here i was gonna be like so how's the truck yeah exactly yeah
0: <laughs> it's fine now yeah <laughs> but yeah it was shit man she's had the worst fucking luck with that yeah. thing it's one thing after another so Chantal's our auto hour. And then our, our uh, pet uh Yeah. Yep. It's okay. Yeah. Our, my, my week was okay, I guess. I don't know. Just work. And my ankle started bothering me again this week. Watching you hobble down the
1: stairs was so sad. Oh, yeah. I was like, are you okay? Like,
0: Yeah. No, it's just, if I go too fast and it gives out on me, I'm afraid I'm going to fall down the stairs. So I have to go slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we went to a concert last night. We went to Mercury's.
1: I feel like, I saw somebody talk
0: about that on Facebook. Yeah, he's a rap artist. So, we went to that last night. It's mm-hmm. dumb that it was on a Wednesday. I
1: know. I hate that it's so much. It's stupid. Yeah. But it was
0: so good. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. And what venue was that?
1: Gotham. Well, nice.
0: Yeah. So, it was actually pretty, pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And standing yesterday for as long as I did did not help my ankle.
1: No, that's why you're all swollen today. Yeah. 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 But it, it had
0: already been bothering me. Yeah. And there's nothing we can do. Oh, so I, I have physio next week, finally. So I broke my ankle in three different spots. Yeah. And apparently uh, the tendon on the inside of my foot, mm-hmm. I tore, but it's healing. The one on the outside is torn completely. Oh. And I was like, great. Yeah. <laughs> so it won't heal uh, unless I do surgery. Yeah. So he recommended surgery. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I would rather not. Is there like, mm-hmm. can we try something else? And he said, we can try physio and yeah. physio will basically strengthen the other tendons in the foot will mm-hmm. potentially take over yeah and so he said we can try for three months mm-hmm. but by the third month if it's not okay you either live like that or get surgery so I'm like okay so I want to I want to try physio because I'd rather not get surgery that was fun to hear I mean I knew I I broke my foot or my ankle in a few different spots and mm-hmm. I didn't realize I tore my tendons that severely I so I remember
1: what you were doing to- walking <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i was walking yeah, yeah so basically i had wedges on my wedge boots yeah. and then there was a, a rock on the sidewalk mm-hmm. and my foot went on it and Ugh. it went like that
1: Ugh. yeah
0: yep yeah. so it just yeah. so just fucked my, my shit up
1: my old studio series a couple of years ago yeah i sprained my ankle so bad Swelled up so big, so happy I didn't break it, but yeah, yeah, I, I thought I did because I'm one of those stubborn people that's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, it's okay. Diana's looking at me like pointing at but, herself, yeah, yeah, the same, yeah. And then I woke up the next day and it was so swollen, and my mm. the top of my foot was swollen, like everything was. Yeah. And I sent a to picture to my dad, and he was like, oh
0: very good
1: hospital so we did and like the poor nurse he's one of the best nurses i've ever had in my life and almost everyone i know that ends up at the vernon hospital ends up Mm -hmm. with him and he's covered in tattoos nice just the nicest guy he was like why didn't you come in yesterday and i was like because i thought i was okay (laughs)
0: yep we were talking about this because i literally will wait nothing's bleeding yeah. nothing's protruding
1: yeah nothing's sticking out it's nothing's all good. sticking out it's yeah. all
0: good so yeah i broke it in what february yeah
1: <laughs>
0: and didn't actually get it checked out until august allowed. or something like yeah. that yeah but i did go and see my doctor earlier i would say may maybe mm-hmm. i think it was in about may i was like okay it's not getting any better yeah because it just keeps giving out on me
1: yeah
0: And uh, so he sent me for an x-ray and he's like, yep, you fucked your shit up. I was like, great. (laughs) Then uh, I went to see a a guy. I usually have a brace on, but I'm washing it right now. So I'm not wearing it because it does help. And then he sent me to see this other guy, but Mm -hmm. I basically had to wait until... To last week two weeks ago whenever it was yeah the wait was that long it's to get so in bad. to see him yeah, yeah. so bad. and he's the one and he brought the uh, ultrasound machine and he mm-hmm. um was checking it all out and mm-hmm. and he's the one that told me yep you broke it here here and here and you tore both ligaments <laughs> or tendons whatever and yeah. Yeah. it sucked oh. so bad yeah and not so.
1: sit there for a minute. Like, what did I just do? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I was with my friend, so he helped me out. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> you had
1: someone there. Yeah. When I fell down the stairs, I fell out the door. So, um, like, I tried to stand and I was like, huh? No. Nope. <laughs> That's not happening. Yeah. Nope. Nope.
0: Oh. Yeah. Josh calls me a klutz. like, <laughs> I kind of am. Yep. When I was outside a, little, two, a week ago, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. my ankle gave out on me. <sighs> I don't know. Can you see that?
1: diana it's healed now so Oh my god it looks like you like you had surgery on your calf yeah. like yeah
0: so I, I basically i was outside putting something in the carport mm-hmm. you know that little gate i have there yeah. so my ankle gave out and i kind of fell back somehow so i just keep injuring myself mm. because of these fucking broken bones yeah hopefully physio helps because i'm tired of falling
1: yeah i'm a
0: little tired <laughs> of it yeah and uh, if not then i will do the surgery
1: I feel like you're 80 years old like. i do sometimes yeah, yeah i'm yeah. like fuck man you're this not, is bullshit yeah.
0: <laughs> you
1: almost just have to look at your ankle and be like no
0: no I, today. I am not yeah yeah so mm-hmm. i'm just so sick and tired of fucking hurting myself yeah i'm sick and tired of being in pain
1: yeah well it's like the diana hurts herself show and the chantelle's auto, yep. auto
0: hour yeah pretty much
1: um,
0: well she broke her ankle too oh, this yeah. year and same kind of thing because it happened with me as well yeah um the tenant basically snaps back and pulls a piece of bone with it
1: so fucked when you think about it yeah
0: oh man so uh hopefully i don't hurt myself anymore yeah please no i'm tired of it trust me fucking tired of it so You've got a story for us.
1: I do. Are, are you going 1st Um, you going first. You know what? I'm a guest.
0: You go first. Unless you want me to go first.
1: Okay. Unless you want me to go first. Okay, I can go first. Okay. Really all right. Fine. Um, so I do have a podcast of my own. I am on a little bit of a hiatus right now. Hi, hi- hiatus? I can't fucking talk. I swear to God. Yeah, it's called The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios, which is my um, boudoir business. Mm-hmm. And I got people on to talk about their lives. And I'd like to do more like shoot the ship type episodes as well. Yeah. But it's just like, I've just been too fucking busy.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, but yeah, it is a lot of fun. I'll have Diana on one day because what you don't know, she's had a very interesting life, and you guys don't know, yeah, any of it. Really. No,
0: I haven't talked about any of it, so
1: no. But that is the place to talk about it. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to come on and just spill my guts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: No, that'll be really awesome. And yeah. yeah. Honestly, like no topics are really off limits. We've had people talk about, I mean, addiction and teen pregnancy, mm-hmm. and I mean people's dad's dying in, in their house and like, yeah, like seriously, like this guy's life. so yeah. yeah. And I usually do that with my brand ambassadors or anyone that wants to come onto the podcast. And yeah, it's just been too,
0: busy yeah well it's been a crazy year for you right yeah absolutely
1: yeah yeah. but it is it's a really good outlet I'll probably do a couple episodes of my own as well because I've realized I've never like publicly talked about how I've almost had to like sue people for like stealing my photos
0: yeah all
1: sorts of stuff that like my friends know and then I'm like yeah I've almost had to sue people like two or three times
0: I remember (laughs) when you started telling me about that shit I was like what What what's wrong with people yeah wow
1: yeah all sorts of things yeah
0: but yeah so if you guys want to hear about my other life or that story i feel like you've lived like five lives honestly i honestly feel like i have man i'll let you guys know when i record with her and then you guys can totally go and listen to Mm. her we have the pillow talk studios
1: Yeah, and
0: it's, it's a great show yes yeah i've enjoyed yeah all the different topics I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed uh, all the different... It's, it's Yeah, it's just nice to hear everyone's experiences in life, you that's,
1: know? That's, that's, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. 100% it, is that you don't know what the person beside you has gone through. No. And when you guys hear Diana talk about her life, you're going to be like, huh? Well,
0: yeah, like, most people don't believe it. Well, yeah, most people I did, don't believe I've it. I've been
1: around for a while. Yeah. A bit, so.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you've seen me through it. Chantel's seen me through it. You know, people, Josh, obviously. So, but a lot of people, I think, will be shocked when they find out. Absolutely,
1: because you had just moved to Kelowna, basically, when I met you. Yeah. And, I mean, other funny thing is that I met you before you met Chantel.
0: Yes. Yes. Weird, hey? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, funny, because we met through my, well, my job right now. Yeah. And Sierra worked there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I met Chantel as a client yep. through that business. So so that business has brought me both of you. Yeah. yeah. It's been it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah. Like eight years.
1: Yes. Something like that. Isn't that gross?
0: It's weird, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: weird. Yeah. You were, you were what? 21, 22?
1: Yeah. I was 21. Yeah. Yeah. But we had some really, I remember coming here a couple times and we had a couple of good conversations on your deck about how like this, I, I mean, I basically said, this is what I want for my life. And you were like, you can do it. When yeah. I was like, I don't know if I can, you were like, you can do it. You can it's do like it. Like so many people don't believe, first off in young people. Yeah second off an artist so it was it was a lot and um I remember one thing we talked about was like you had just bought this house and it I mean you'll never see Diana's house but it's a very beautiful beautiful area thank you I've (laughs) always loved this house and it's it's such a fun place to come and I was like well I might not end up with this but in the next couple years I want to buy something of my own and she was like oh yeah you're gonna do it and what did I do the next year yeah you bought I bought something exactly (laughs) yeah
0: so you just have to believe like I mean it's gonna it does, but you just have to believe it. Like if you're constantly in that negative state of mind, Absolutely. it's not gonna happen. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you push for it, yeah, it's gonna happen. Like I bought mm-hmm. my first home when I was 30. Yeah. It was actually just before my 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. And my goal was to have my first home by the time I was 30. Yeah. And so I was approaching my 30th birthday and I'm like, fuck, okay, I gotta I gotta start putting <laughs> yeah. shit in motion, you yeah. know? Yeah. I became self employed. Yeah. That was fun. And started getting everything I needed kind of ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a single mom, so it was a little harder. And because I was in self employed, banks were. They hate us. They hate us. They hate self employed <laughs> yeah. people. So I had to go through a lot. And I was thinking, oh my God, it's towards the end, I was like, it's looking like it's not going to happen, but it did. Yeah. And I bought the house. The the people were out of the country. I got possession within the first two weeks. Oh,
1: my God. (laughs) That, like, doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So
0: I got possession within two weeks. And it was just before my 30th birthday. So I had my first, like, my 30th birthday party there. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, didn't really have much furniture because I didn't, you know, like I just got <laughs> we moved the place.
1: into our place. We had like camping chairs in the living room. Yeah. We had nothing. Like we yeah. seriously didn't have anything because our last rental in Kelowna was furnished.
0: Oh. And then, yeah.
1: And then we moved into Will's parents' house. We were in the process of looking and buying and putting in offers. And yeah, we literally had nothing. We were like, I guess we need a bed at minimum. And like, my office now was—we had like nothing in there for like yeah. a, a long time. And it—it it really makes you like when you stand in, in your house, or whatever, and you're like, yeah, this is my place. I, yeah. I built this up, you know. Like, it's
0: gr- it's a good feeling. It's a Really good feeling. It's yeah. a really good feeling. <laughs> well, when I first moved here, uh, oh man. So we put an offer in on the place. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "This is what the down payment needs to be." Yeah, and because BC was going like there was uh, so many foreclosures it was around that time, time, it was nuts. Yeah, yeah. so my mortgage uh, was with Scotia Bank in Ontario, and I was like, "Oh, I just bought a new place, or you know, whatever." And they're like, "Yeah, we can just port the mortgage." Yeah, where are you moving? I said BC. They're like, "No, we won't touch BC." And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. So I had to find someone here and then I had to go through the whole process again because I'm self-employed, blah, blah, blah. So (gasps) they told me, you know, your down payment, I I can't remember, but let's say $10,000. Yeah. So I was like, great. Mm -hmm. Then uh, we're driving across the country.
1: Yeah.
0: I get a call from them saying it's $15,000 now. I know. And I was like, what? Yeah. And then we, and I'm like, shit. Okay. So like whatever money we had aside for furniture. Yeah went all for the down payment because then they called us again yep. and they were like, now it's this. Yep. And I was like, that's everything we have.
1: No, that's so crazy. That actually happened to us as well. Oh really?
0: Okay. That's
1: 100%. We had nothing when we moved in and it was yep. like, okay, well, you know, we just moved back to Vernon. We both are in new jobs and we have nothing.
0: Like, yep. Well, <laughs> yeah. we basically, when we moved in, uh, we had a mattress yep. that our real estate agent gave to us. <laughs>
1: wonderful yeah that
0: she just she was actually wanting to get rid of it yeah. and then she just gave it to us so all three of us slept on that for two weeks and we had a kitchen table yeah. that they left the the oh. previous owners didn't want it yeah that's all we had yeah for like two three weeks so I had to get a loan to buy furniture because I'm like we can't keep anything like this this is ridiculous yeah so I had to get a oh, no. loan like, yeah. like no. yeah. yeah. so and finally bought couch and mm-hmm. So i had uh we had tvs because we brought the i had just bought them in yeah. ontario them. and i was like yeah. i'm not getting rid of these so we yeah. brought those with us so we had tv yeah that was nice Yeah, i
1: think we had tv on the floor for a little bit yeah like
0: the things you do but yeah, yeah. it it is what it is but yeah now the house is fully furnished obviously yep. but what a crazy ride
1: absolutely yeah. yeah i think people are you hear too many of like possession we moved in everything's good
0: yeah yeah it's not it's, it's not, not like that. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't for me let me tell you and obviously for you
1: it was so bad
0: yeah oh that's shitty
1: yeah
0: yeah that sucks well okay we're gonna so you want to go first right okay all right so sierra's got a story for us yes i do
1: so i actually asked diana if she knew about this case it's an ongoing case before and she was like what
0: yeah
1: how do i not know about this so it kind of you know like you always hear about stuff in your area. And this is very much like a, a Vernon, more so like Salmon Arm, North Okanagan kind of case okay. that's going on. So I'm going to be talking about Curtis Sigmowen mm-hmm. and how much I hate him. Yeah. So I realized that I didn't cite my sources too well here. I had like 800 links that I got stuff from. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, well, it feels like that, like, you know, oh, wow. like 15 up there. Okay, But, um, you know, like CTV News, Infotel, Castanet, Maple Ridge News, CBC, Global. There's this one called The the Tie. The Tie is the T-Y-E-E dot C-A. Morning Star, Penticton, Western News. A lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's quite hard because it is, it's ongoing. Yeah. So it's really hard to find one source for everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So our story starts. Well... It started before this, but anyways, we'll get to that. <laughs> in May 2017, Tracy Gennaro was last seen when she was 18 years old. Other reports say she wasn't actually declared missing until June 9th, 2017. So wow. there was like a, a couple weeks where I think people were like, oh, I saw her. I'm oh. assuming that's probably what happened is, oh, she was with this person. Oh, she was mm-hmm. with that person, you know. So her grandmother, Darcy Martin, said in an interview with the tie. She did have some struggles with drug use that she was trying to overcome. She was moving in the right direction and was hopefully going to beat it and carry on with her life. But her body was found six months later on October 21st, 2017 at a rural farm on Salmon River Road. This area is known to be peaceful, quiet, your typical true crime shit. Lots of farmers and people that just want to live off the grid. So, it's unknown how her body showed up there. However, a man named Curtis Sigmowen lives with his parents, Wayne and Evelyn Sigmowen, on their 27-acre farm out there. It is a big chunk of land. Curtis was born in 1980 and has a history of crimes. His history of violence against women starts in 2013, where he attacked a sex worker with a hammer. So, Sigmon owned a townhouse in Maple Ridge until he was foreclosed upon. His neighbor, Kevin Robertson, gave a statement about the incident and said his father-in-law and him heard screaming coming from the neighbor's house. And they were mm-hmm. like, what the hell? And they came outside to find Curtis standing over a woman who was screaming and bleeding from the head. Uh, yeah, so... Robertson said she was wearing a white mini skirt that seemed too short for January weather. And he was like, oh, this is a prostitute, mm-hmm. like very clearly. Um, he didn't see a hammer in St. hands or anywhere else. But the woman said that she got hit in the head with a hammer. Can you imagine? No. Originally, when this case went to trial, it was marked unfounded which is ridiculous, and wasn't sent to Crown Council because they just didn't have enough evidence against it. Hmm. However, in 2018, this case was brought back to trial and he was charged with assault causing bodily harm. Thank God. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: What a sack of shit. I know. A complete porta potty. That's what we say.
1: (laughs) I couldn't remember if you said a porta potty or an
0: outhouse. Yeah, no, complete porta potty. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So this case was brought back to light because Sigmund has over 10 charges against women that are like assault or violence. Yeah. Fucking crazy. So the next timeline is from BWSS.org, which stands for Battered Women's Court Services. So February 22nd, 2016, Caitlin Potts was last in contact with her family. Police believe she vanished from the South Okanagan and she had some connections in Salmon Arm, Enderby, Armstrong area. Mm-hmm. April 30th, 2016, Ashley Simpson reported missing. She'd been living on Yankee Flats Road, a rural street. There's like a picture of her online, just like walking along the river there. Mm. It's like really eerie when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, because she she lived in the area. Like you think it's the safe, it's
0: safe and- you know?
1: Yeah. And she lived close to Salmon River Road, where okay. the Sagmoan Farm is. July 19th, 2016, Deanna Wirtz leaves her home for a walk in the nearby woods and never returns home lived across the street from Ashley Simpson. July 1st, 2017, sigmoan allegedly assaults a sex worker, and this wasn't reported until 2018. August 10th, 2017, a different sex worker is allegedly assaulted by sigmoan August 28th, 2017, reports of an Okanagan man threatening a female sex worker at gunpoint, point shotgun. This was reported to, or RCMP and Vernon responded to the incident. So I yeah. don't know if they went out there or what happened. It doesn't say. September 2017, candle scorch goes on a call on Salmon River Road and flees, fearing for her life. Hmm. September 2nd, 2017, Nicole Bell is last seen. October 13th, 2017, Vernon RCMP say that they're investigating the August 27th incident and issuing a warning to sex workers to like, stay away from the area yeah
0: be ca- be careful at
1: this point i think most people like even my age kind of know like
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you see a guy like yeah hanging out there like don't like it's i, I haven't been out there in years like like i know the area mm-hmm. but it's not somewhere i would just like
0: go to go because hang out
1: because of this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: yeah so october 20th 2017 segmon is arrested and charged with seven offenses Disguising face with intent to commit offense, intentionally discharging a firearm while reckless, pointing a firearm, uttering threats, careless use of storage of a firearm, possessing a weapon for dangerous purpose, and possession of a controlled substance. Yeah. So, yeah. Wonderful. Uh, October 21st, 2017, Vernon RCMP Southeast District Major Crimes Unit began searching the farm. Uh, and then October twenty second, CBC reports that human remains have been found. So here, November first, Tracy's body was found mm. on the St. Mullen farm. And people, you know, there were people that have like protested outside of this farm, and they did a really big search on this farm. Like they have to ask, ask what is the word
0: excavate? Yeah. yeah Do you me. know? <laughs> You're welcome. Do you know like what his parents were like? Like were they? I've
1: tried to find information, and I couldn't. Okay, find... I wondered. Yeah, I yeah. wondered if
0: they talked about it. Like were they normal, and they just had this shitty fucking porta potty son i have no idea um,
1: yeah okay. yeah i mean there's only so much you can blame the parents on no i too. know yeah. no of course because yeah.
0: they can be completely. no the reason why i'm asking is because mm-hmm. they can be completely normal Moral
1: and nice people nice people yeah.
0: and you know mm-hmm. it's not their fault oh you know some yes yeah, some parents unfortunately cause their children to become yes. psychopaths and stuff you know yeah. but not not always like some kids are just some people are just born mm-hmm. bad yeah <laughs> So yep. anyway,
1: um, yeah. So November second, twenty seventeen, Vancouver Sun reports that Genro's father had to make three missing persons reports before the police would publicize her disappearance. Hmm which I hate so much. (laughs) Uh, January 11th, 2018, St. appears in Vernon Provincial Court via teleconference about the October 20th charges and the incident on August 27th. He elects to be tried by Supreme Court judge alone should he have to face, like go through with all of this. A preliminary inquiry is sent to be held to weigh the evidence. It is expected that this will take, you know, two days, six witnesses to testify no police have been entered St. Moen's next scheduled court appearance is a bail hearing hmm. why people are able to go on bail for this kind of stuff I don't well, get that ugh, the whole time I'm like reading like doing the research on this I'm like this man has been in and out and you'll listen like throughout this like he's been in and out what a load of shit I, I know and there's no charges have been at this point with Tracy's death, January 31st, new charges against Sake Moen in relation to two separate assaults involving two different victims. Both advised sex workers online that took place on July 1st, 2017 and August 10th, 2017, respectfully. So I did mention those a little bit before. Mm-hmm. He is charged with assault with a weapon and assault causing bodily harm. And he is set to appear in the Vernon Provincial Court on February 19th and I don't know if that actually went through or not now that I'm reading this hmm. timeline yeah February 28th 2018 Sigmoen denied bail thank god for at least that one
0: But yeah has
1: been granted bail for other things uh and he will appear in court so that's kind of where that timeline gets cut off unfortunately okay. but okay. I mean a lot of people have gone missing yeah. in that area and I mean they found Tracy's body It's super fucked up. So, on November 26, 2021, Ashley Simpson's remains were found in the wilderness after police received tips on her case. Her boyfriend at the time, Derek Lee, Matthew Favelle, has been charged with second-degree murder. So, this was not connected to Curtis St. However, it just happened to take place in the area. Yeah. Just the timing of it with everything. Yeah. I looked in the BC court system to see if there was any more public information I could find on it, but there is... A publication ban, unfortunately. Yeah, and yeah. they
0: will until it's all all said, all done. said and done. Yeah. So I wonder if her boyfriend did that in that area because of news and stuff. I have no idea. You know, so if, like it it would be tied to. Yeah,
1: I'm hoping that more comes out about it. Because of course, like she deserves justice. Her family deserves. Totally. All of all of the world, honestly. Because that's such a crazy thing. Like you think it, it's like every other story. You think mm-hmm. you're safe in your neighborhood. And yeah. You're not.
0: You're so. not. That's so fucking sad. Look, look at my goosebumps. I know. Ooh, I
1: know. My... Me too. Just like talking about it. I'm like, oh, when I told my dad I was covering this case, he was like, oh. That guy, like, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yep. <laughs> so back to Curtis. There are a little confusing things here and there, of like because he's been in and out of custody so many times. Like I said, so there's no one source of information. But in October 2019, rcmp issued another warning mm-hmm. to sex workers not to go to this area. So in December 2019. He was found guilty of disguising his face with intent to commit indictable offense using a firearm and possession of meth. I don't know if that's the same as I mentioned before or Hmm. different year. Okay. Maybe he did it again. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And February 11th, 2020, Sigmoen was convicted of sexual assault causing bodily harm after running over a sex trade worker with a quad. Wow. Because that's normal. Totally. Yeah just something you do you're
0: mad at someone just yeah, fucking run, run them over. Yeah. I mean I've I've thought about it on many occasions <laughs> but I would never do it. Right? Yeah. No, you got to be you got to be some kind of fucked up right. to to do shit like that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. On October 29th, 2020, police searched the Sigmoen family property and made one arrest which was him. Mm-hmm. There aren't too many details about the arrest or like why he was arrested that day. Probably more meth. Like probably, yeah. Let's <laughs> just face it. But during this time, while he was in custody, he slammed into a police officer, a female police officer, and was
0: charged with this. Basically, like a vehicle
1: he like physically i think oh okay like,
0: that's why i was like yeah when you said slammed on like like Sorry. a <laughs> or like did he body slammer <laughs> <was in> <laughs> take the bitch down no yeah, i'm kidding he
1: must have had like a meth induced like crazy high psychosis and, like, oh yeah yeah oh but that it says it was a peace officer. Op- uh some reports said it was a peace officer others said police officer I'm oh, like, okay i mean similar but not the same
0: not the same right? yeah
1: so Infotel reported in April 2022 that these charges did stay after a very slow start to the case. In March 2022, when this trial was set to begin, his lawyer argued that the trial should be adjourned as new evidence had come through and she needed more time to prepare. But basically, there was an 18-month time frame for mm-hmm. this to be wrapped up, and they think that it was just her trying to, like, get it past that time frame so oh. that he could just be let go. like come on yeah i know you're a defense lawyer but yeah. like
0: you i always you know what i always question the morality of these people oh. especially when they know yeah that the person's guilty and they're freeing yes this piece of shit
1: yeah
0: it's like i don't like how can you sleep at night i know Ugh! whatever and a I female lawyer too yeah
1: what the hell yeah it was pretty wild. So, the second last update that I have on Saint is that April twenty seventh, twenty twenty two, he was facing three charges for breaching his probation. Like he breached his probation, like a fucking dumbass.
0: I mean, are you surprised?
1: <laughs> no, no, he is. Uh, I just like yeah. if I ever see that man, I swear to God, I just like gonna run up and kick him in the chest and run away, like run him over. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But here's fucking... the funny thing, Dan. If yeah. I run him over, I'll go to jail. Totally. And I won't be granted bail. No,
0: that's the bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the bullshit. Oh,
1: it's so wild. Yeah. So, oh, details were not released about the conditions of what happened with the probation he broke, but it's rumored that it probably has something to do with sex workers because that seems to be his...
0: Yeah, it's going to
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the very last update that I have is that Saint Moen was granted bail under strict conditions on May fourth, twenty twenty two. I really did as much of a like deep dive yeah. as I could on this guy when I did my own searches in the BC court system. Four of fourteen cases, or like what's going on there, trials mm-hmm. have bans imposed on publishing information. So okay. there are four ongoing. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, he must just be like locked up at that farm. Maybe. But he shouldn't even be there. He
0: should just be in fucking jail. Yeah, exactly. Him. Now his parents have to fucking deal with them. Yeah.
1: And the only other thing I noticed is it said that there is going to be like, I guess it's going back to court on the 15th of this month of December 2022. Oh, okay. So All right. it is really interesting. I don't think everybody knows that you can look up the BC court system or actually wherever yeah. you live, you can look up. yeah whatever court system and i hate to tell you but it is public information so yeah oh i do know yeah, yeah. that. yeah
0: that's crazy mm-hmm. well we'll definitely have to do an update when oh my gosh i, I yeah
1: yeah that'll probably be in like a year or so exactly I, I just will... i really want justice for any sex workers that have been harmed by him yeah. and i for tracy i just feel so bad for i know family and those missing women i know like uh
0: well, I just, yeah. it's sad. Like I mean, we've covered some pretty okay. fucked up shit, yeah. Like on our episodes, and it just yeah blows my mind that these people are released.
1: Yeah, I, I just don't get it. No, like I said, like if I ran him over, I would go to jail, and you know, you yep. have like no hope of getting out. But yep. with the bails that are set so low, like that, like of course they're gonna get family can get a low interest loan or whatever loan yep. at
0: the bank, you mm-hmm. know,
1: for five grand. Oh, great, now he's out.
0: Yeah pretty much oh, yeah it's such bullshit yeah cray cray holy moly
1: yeah i know that was a lot to unload but it, yeah. when it when it's close to home it really hits different
0: it just gives me the shivers yeah
1: both of us are sitting here i think a couple times we were Ugh, like, yeah i'm just yeah. like oh
0: yeah not cool buddy nope. dumbass yep <laughs> Well, my story, funny, I have a coworker that sends me names of people like murderers and shit. Like she just randomly sends me names. I'm like, <laughs> know it, know it, know yeah. it. Right? Her goal has been to find something I haven't heard about. And she, was it a few days ago? She sent me one mm-hmm. and I was like, I haven't. And she was like, yes. So I actually wrote about that yeah. and I lost the file. So, I don't know where it is. I searched my computer. I'm thinking... So sad for you. <sighs> um, this happened with another story. actually found the file, but it was corrupt. Oh. We were sitting down recording. I was looking and right I at it. I don't
1: know what's worse. Yeah. Like it being just gone or if you open it, it's corrupt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, because we were sitting here and all of a sudden my computer forced through an update. And it normally asks me.
1: Yeah. And it
0: didn't. Because yeah. I was looking right at the file. So, yeah. I forced the update. And then when I opened it up... The, the whole file was corrupted. Gone. I tried yeah. to recover it, couldn't. I was so mad. So Chantel did a story that night and that was it.
1: Oh my God. And it was yeah. the
0: bathtub murderer, I think is what that one was. Yeah. And then, yeah, this one, I think I'm, I think I, my cats either walked across my fucking keyboard <laughs> and deleted it yeah. or something. But yeah, I'm pretty mad, but I do have another story that I already typed out. It's a pretty crazy story, but it's not my typical story. So okay. I'm kind of bummed yeah. that I don't have, you know, my crazy murder yeah. story, but this one's still pretty wild. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so sources are Wikipedia, BBpedia, and a YouTube show by Wonder. The <laughs> triggers are just injury. I didn't know what their triggers to put in there. So. Are you sure, this isn't about you. It's not about me. No, no. <laughs> Not at all, but I could write about (laughs) it. So this story, uh, again, is a mild one, but still a pretty funny one. Maybe not funny, but you know what I mean. I'm telling the crazy story of British Airways Flight 5390. So 5390. So on June 10th of 1990, British Airways Flight took off from Birmingham Airport in England at 8.20 a.m. And its destination was Malaga Airport in Spain. For all the plane nerds, it was a BAC-1-11-528FL. I have some plane nerds that I know, so I figured they would want to look it up.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Co-pilot Alistair Atchison. So I usually just refer to people by their first names, but when I first named them, I throw in the last name too. Yeah. Was the pilot flying for the takeoff and the initial climb, but once established, the captain, uh, so Timothy Lancaster, or Tim, took over uh, the control. Flight had 84 passengers and flight crew members on board. The plane took off with no issues and was gaining altitude for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. No problems. Both pilots released their shoulder harnesses and Captain Tim loosened his lap belt. At 8.33 a.m., so basically 13 minutes after takeoff, mm-hmm. they were flying over the town of Dickcott, Didcot, Didcot, Dickcot. Dickcott, Dick Cott, did Cott, Oxfordshire, and were at about 17,300 feet. The cabin crew were getting ready to serve drinks and meals to the passengers, and Nigel Ogden was one of the uh, flight crew. He entered the cockpit to take their orders, and there was a sudden loud explosion.
1: It's oh, exactly what you want to hear. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: the cabin filled with condensation and misty fog. Oh. So this is what happened. The left windshield of the plane was not installed properly and it blew out. Oh my God. Yeah. So, when this happened, Captain Tim was ripped out of his seat and sucked out the window Uh, head first. That's
1: my biggest fucking fear every time I fly. Sorry,
0: dude. (laughs) Maybe this was a good story to
1: bring up. Totally fine. Totally. I just know the odds of this
0: happening are like
1: literally one in a million. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Planes are safer than vehicles. No. Like when you look at the statistics and stuff, planes are technically one of the safest forms of travel, but shit yes. can still go down. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, there's another plane one I want to cover another episode. And that one is is a grisly one. But yeah. yeah so this one So pilot's gone. Pilot is sucked out the fucking window. Yeah. At first. Mm-hmm. Because of obviously the decompression.
1: Yeah.
0: But his knees got caught on the flight controls.
1: Oh my God.
0: Yep. So okay. his upper body was on the outside of the plane. Like, outside on the roof. So, he didn't just fly away. He was there. Oh, my God. So, yeah, his knees were caught in the controls. And his body was just bouncing off the plane for guy. It's cold as fuck up there, by the way. Yeah. So, they're saying about minus 25.
1: Oh, my God. Like, I have been skydiving. And I know how cold it is. Yeah. You're just, like, 12,000 feet up. Yeah. Like, the plane opens up and you're like,
0: Christ, it's cold. Yeah, Like, I can't imagine... And it was it was cold as balls. I can't imagine like the the wind lash as well. The winds were over four hundred and eighty-five kilometers.
1: That's too fast.
0: (laughs) So you're getting bulleted like like with minus twenty-five degree wind. Yep. At at that. Mm -hmm. Like that's nuts. I can't even imagine how fast it is. So overall, a really fucked up situation. Not good. So I wonder how many casualties there'll be. I mean, I know, but. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. So the autopilot had switched off and this caused the plane to descend really fucking fast. The flight deck door flew into the cabin, onto the radio, the controls and the navigation panel and got stuck.
1: I just had a horrible visualization. You know, the wacky flailing arm flailing tool. Yes! All I'm thinking about was poor pilots. He's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I honestly thought the same thing okay. the first time I heard this story. I uh,
1: just like so fast and he's crazy. Yeah. Fast, and like, ooh, yeah, yeah. Poor
0: fucking and, guy. And like still
1: so happening within seconds. Like, All seconds. Other pilot being like, oh shit (laughs) what
0: the fuck yeah (laughs) that plane's going down like fast all of this happened within seconds
1: well you know when people get into car accidents and people are like why didn't you swerve out of the way you can't just swerve out of the way no accidents are accidents for a reason and
0: this is Ryan's fucking example yeah (laughs) exactly hitting
1: the fan and like within seconds yeah yeah
0: yeah so Fucking window's gone. I let's out the window. Floor comes in. Fucking crashes up against control. Plane starts going down. It's bad. Oh. So this blocked the throttle control, which caused the plane to speed up <laughs> as it was descending. It's, it's just like everything that could go bad is going it's so- is going bad, yeah. right? Like it's going wrong. So yeah. there's papers. Anything loose was flying everywhere so everything where the passenger's cabin was yeah. was flying through the cab like, like the
1: tornado on the Yeah, flying through like, yeah. yeah everything's
0: like, flying out the fucking window yeah and it's all just getting sucked out the window mm-hmm. so the flight attendant nigel lunged himself at the captain and again this is all happening with se- yes. within seconds yeah. lunged himself at the captain and yeah. grabbed him around his legs and God. just hung on to him
1: amazing yeah, yeah.
0: and they um they
1: really are trained for like the worst Fucking case. Scenario. Well, you just you
0: just react. Yes, absolutely. You just react. Yeah. You you have to. Yeah. There's no time to freak out or anything. No. Mm-mm. No. So he grabbed him around the legs because mm-hmm. I mean, and held him for dear life. He couldn't pull him in obviously, no. like with everything so he just yeah. hung on to His him. So
1: adrenaline at that
0: moment Oh, insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All of them. Yes. <laughs> there was so much adrenaline on that fucking flame Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. Yeah. <laughs> So while this was happening, the other two flight attendants were trying to secure it from flying around and reassuring mm-hmm. the passengers while instructing them to get into like brace position because they were expecting an emergency landing. Mm-hmm. So trying to calm as much as they could oh, anyway. You
1: calm people down. Yeah, you don't. But
0: I mean, you're trying. And then it was loud as fuck in there.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: So this was an older plane and it was not equipped with oxygen for everyone on board. Okay. Okay. So the co-pilot, Alistair, knew he had to do something. So he put his mask on and began a rapid emergency descent so that he could reach an altitude where there was sufficient air pressure. Yeah. He then put the plane back in autopilot and issued a distress call, but couldn't hear anything oh, from air traffic control. The, the, the noise must have been deafening. Oh, it was. Yeah. 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 So they could hear him, yeah. but he couldn't hear jack shit. And as they're <laughs> descending, I forgot to mention, this is one of the busiest airways, air traffic. And
1: game of Frogger. it was basically yeah.
0: that. So they could have taken another plane down with them. Oh. Yeah, it was so lucky. So, so fucking lucky. Yeah. So it's just fucking chaos. And air traffic control is trying to talk to him, but he can't. Yeah. So Nigel is still at this point holding on to the captain and was getting exhausted. Yeah. Like he was just tired. Yeah. And his hands and part of his face started getting frostbite. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: I can't even imagine the strength that it would take to try and hold someone in.
1: But, yeah. A plane. Yeah. I lift oh. up something heavy in my house and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <dropped>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you're holding this body. Yeah. That's
0: being pulled. Yeah. Like, ugh. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, adrenaline too, right? Absolutely. Adrenaline makes you stronger. Yeah. So at this point, the head flight attendant, John, stepped in to help, and he saw the door over the controls and basically just started stomping on it. He stomped on it twice, I think it was, and it broke into three or four pieces and dislodged everything. Mm -hmm. He put his arm through the seatbelt and held on to Nigel and the captain. So he now is hugging the both of them, trying to hold on to them. And at least this way, the way he explained it in the video I saw was there was some kind of anchor point now because... Mm -hmm. Nigel wasn't anchored to anything. No. So he could have flown out the window too. So yeah. I'm
1: thinking like he's just holding on to people that are flying out the window. Yeah.
0: So yeah. So this uh, John, he basically held on to them while his arm was through that. So there's some kind of anchor there. Mm -hmm. The captain is slowly getting set further out the window. And as the plane slowed down, the captain went from the roof of the plane down to the side. So he's started sliding yeah. down. So now they can see him through the window. His face was all bloody. Yeah, because when he got sucked out, he
1: his, his
0: face was yeah. facing the plane. So, and they're watching him as his face is going boom, yeah. boom, boom up against the window.
1: Yeah,
0: and they don't know if he's alive at this point.
1: No, it's just a, a body. But it's, it's just it's a body. Not worth like giving up yet?
0: No, yeah. yeah. But they did think the crew thought he was dead. Yeah. So. Alistair, well, the co-pilot, asked them to hang on to him mm-hmm. because one, he could be alive. Yeah. But the other thing they're afraid of is that if they do let him go, he might hit the left wing oh. engine, oh. the stabilizer. Yeah. The, the damage would be huge. Oh, absolutely. If he had, oh my God, if he had completely been sucked out, he he could have hit. Yeah. All that shit, right? Cool. So, from the flight deck again, uh, now he's kind of in front of the window. They could they could see him and. Like I said, he had blood everywhere, mm-hmm. and his face was just hitting the window, and he wasn't blinking. Oh, he was just were his eyes
1: frozen, or he was just like unconscious, and his eyes were open.
0: Well, I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out, I guess. We'll
1: find out. <laughs> 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 but yeah. just not knowing what's going on with this guy. I
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't want to ruin it, no, so I'm no, going to keep I'm waiting.
1: reading. I'm wait, I'm waiting, be patient. I promise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Simon, one of the other flight attendants, saw what was happening in the cabin and came in to help hang on to the captain because Nigel couldn't hang on anymore. He basically lost feeling in in his arms. So he buckled himself in to the captain's seat and and held on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So And then Nigel was able to, well, go away. Like, poor guy. Fuck, Yeah. yeah, defrost. That's a good way to put it. Eventually, Alistair, the co-pilot, was able to hear the clearance from air traffic control to make an emergency landing at Southampton Airport. He wasn't familiar with this airport at all. And all the maps were lost as they all got sucked out the window. So he basically was landing blind. The tower basically had to give him directions and
1: fucking hope and pray. Yeah. Yeah. Hope
0: and pray that he could land.
1: Yeah.
0: Believe it or not, the captain was alive and survived.
1: Is he good? Like
0: he had frostbite, yeah. bruising. Obviously, he was in fucking shock. Yeah, he had fractures to his right arm, his left thumb, yeah, and his right wrist.
1: I thought he'd be like completely fucked up. Yeah, I, I mean, like his like his hips or like his lower back might have been.
0: Like, yeah, I know. Snapped. Yeah. yeah, but I I think maybe because he was unconscious. Your body okay. just goes.
1: He's not trying to fight.
0: Me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Yeah. So when you see, like, you can actually look up videos of him in the hospital and you can see he's completely covered in bruises and stuff. <sighs> yeah. yeah. So he said, I remember the fact that I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the tail end of the aircraft mm-hmm. and the engines. And then I don't remember it much at all. So he so I, I it's a good thing he he yeah. passed out. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine. If
1: you were conscious for it, you kind of would probably think of making the decision of like just kicking the person off of yeah. you. Yeah. Oh you'd you'd be
0: fighting. Yeah. You'd be fighting, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah, human nature. Yeah. So so it's a good thing he he was not awake for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Wow. For a guy.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So Nigel, the flight attendant, the first one that grabbed onto him, suffered a dislocated shoulder. Yeah. Frostbite to his hand and frostbite damage to his left eye. Wow. Yeah. He also had cuts and bruises to his arm, and later suffered from major PTSD.
1: Oh, absolutely. I don't think major to step into a
0: plane ever again. Yeah. Cool. So everyone fucking survived. Every single fucking person. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's, I just, you know, Nigel for taking over like that. Yeah. Like that is insanity. Yeah. But you know what? It's one of those things where it's like, if I let this go, then I die too. Yep. You know? So you have yeah. to think of everyone, mm-hmm. all what was it, 86, 87 people?
0: Yeah. I was just, uh, so yeah, 84 yeah. passengers and yeah. then. Flight crew. Yeah. So, so about 90 people.
1: Yeah. No, that's a lot of, I mean, and you hear about, you know, when a plane crashes and everyone dies and it's just yeah. the most horrible thing ever. So that is insanity. And. I mean, I hope. When was this? Nineteen ninety? Uh,
0: nineteen eighty. Hold on. Oh, okay. Nineteen ninety. Sorry, oh, you're right. Yeah, nineteen ninety. So
1: yeah. So um, i don't know if they're still alive or anything but if they are then you know what you guys did the right thing and they did that's amazing well like, yeah
0: five months after the incident uh captain tim returned to flying Oh my god! i can't oh believe god. it i can't believe it five months after
1: i would have been asking for a lifelong payout are yeah. you kidding me yeah
0: he, he returned to flying and retired in 2008 mm-hmm. and the co-pilot alistair uh also continued his career as a pilot and had his last commercial flight on his 65th birthday on June twenty eighth of twenty fifteen. Wow. Yeah.
1: Oh amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a great story.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah. Um so I mean obviously they had to investigate and find out What the fuck? So they found the windscreen panel and many of the 90 bolts that were securing it in Mm -hmm. Cholsey, Oxfordshire. So they found them. So, like, obviously, they they recovered them. Uh, Investigators found that when the windscreen was installed 27 hours before the flight, 84 of the bolts used were 0.026 inches too short.
1: So... Someone fucked up big. Yeah. Mm.
0: And then there are two small, sorry, too narrow. And then the remaining six were the correct diameter, but 0.1 inches too short.
1: Oh my God. So the whole thing was installed incorrectly.
0: Yeah. So basically the person that installed them, you're supposed to measure them. They just mm. eyeballed it. They literally just went, yeah, it looks about right. Let's use those. Did this person go to jail? Uh, I don't see anything about that. Oh my
1: gosh. Cause that's like.
0: Like what a I, dumbass. I don't know
1: how that's not a. Prime. It is. I know. You know. Like it. Probably That's a it pretty is, serious yeah. fucking
0: job, dude. Yeah. So the previous winch sh- screen had also been installed incorrectly. Oh, with the wrong bolts. Did
1: it go flying off half light 2? or I don't? Know, apparently in? not. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: So yeah, the the previous one apparently had been used, had been installed incorrectly as well. They found that the shift maintenance manager responsible for installing the incorrect bolts had failed to follow British Airways policies. Like, duh. Like, there's a there's a procedure for when you're doing all this. But again, he just went, it's all right.
1: This isn't cooking. No. Like, oh. uh-huh.
0: They recommended that the CAA recognize the need for aircraft engineering personnel to wear corrective glasses mm-hmm. if prescribed. They also... Faulted the policies themselves, which should have required testing or verification by any other individual for this critical flask. I mean, so yeah, have someone else check it out. You know, like have two people looking at That's, Yeah. You know,
1: you might as well just have like duct taped it on and been like, yeah. Yeah, well,
0: exactly. You
1: put it on. It looks it great. Looks duct tape great. probably
0: would have worked better.
1: Probably. Or some like resin or like super, glue. something. Yeah.
0: Something would have worked better. Yeah. So, they found the local Birmingham airport management responsible for not directly monitoring the shift maintenance manager's work practices. But, again, there was no, uh, like, discussion of what what had happened with them. I'm guessing they got sued. I would
1: fucking hope so. I would fucking
0: hope so, too. Yeah,
1: those people deserve money and yeah. payouts. and
0: yeah. yeah. Nigel did get awarded the Queen's Commendation Good. for valuable services in the air. Yeah and the co-pilot was awarded in 1992 the Polaris award for outstanding Airmanship.
1: Good. I was hoping they got something. something yeah. In their efforts cuz that is like huge. Amazing. Yeah. That's it. Wow.
0: So like I said it's not my typical story but I've want like I've had it written out for a while cuz yes. I did want to talk about it cuz it's yeah. so like you're you're expecting every like everything's going wrong you're there's 90, gonna be a death
1: yeah you're expecting 90 people to die basically when you're first saying this and i'm imagining like captain outside yeah like, oh, yeah you know? pretty much and like some guy holding in, holding yeah. in and his eye freezing up and uh, you're like oh my god what the
0: yeah fuck?
1: but that is yeah that's crazy amazing. story yeah
0: Yeah, so it's a survivor story, but we—I like to do survivor stories every once in a while. A
1: little more positive, yeah. You know, than the constant like (laughs) death, die.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Like the episode Chantal and I did with, and we did the two survivor stories, Mm -hmm. the two women. Yes. Brutal fucking details. Yeah, and it's amazing these women survived.
1: Yes.
0: Holy fucking shit! Yeah, I know. I know. No, I know you have, but I just like—I'm just remembering like this one. With with those two stories, there was a lot of gore and shit, but they did survive this one. Not really. It was just lots of injury. Lots of crazy shit happened yeah. at once. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think it was just the two that were injured, basically, li- yeah. Nigel and the, and the pilot. Yeah. But uh, other than that, everyone was fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, mentally not so fine.
1: Yeah, but... the PTSD is def- definitely totally. like, the biggest one that you know, sure. other people on the flight would take away from it. But...
0: Potentially, especially if you had a fear of flying already. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, so again, wanted to do this for a while. I think it's a phenomenal fucking story. It is, yeah. That was I think it's really great. great. Yeah. But everyone's survived. Yeah. So amazing. I, I still can't believe those two went back to flying. Like I can't. I can't believe that. Yeah, I like, would
1: have been like, so how are you compensating me Yeah. for the rest of my life? Yeah.
0: Uh, I yeah. Quit and taking you court.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Five months. Oh my. That guy's uh he's definitely brave.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things, though. So if he didn't do it, then he probably would have never done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's like people after a car accident; they often say, like, like you know, a couple of days after, like, you have to drive. Yeah, I have to do it now, otherwise, I'll I'll never drive again. Yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah, so it's kind of the same same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're either gonna get back in that plane or
1: you're not. You're not yeah. right? <laughs> yeah.
0: So I mean, sooner is better than later, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have as much time to think about it. Totally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But he needed time to heal his injuries and stuff. It might oh, have yeah. taken that line, that line, t- amount of time yeah. to heal. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's that. Awesome. Anything else you want to add? I mean, I'll mention my social media if people want to yeah, find me. Yeah. So um, you'll pretty much just find me on Instagram. I do have a private VIP group on Facebook as well for mm-hmm. those who identify as female or they them or non- non-binary. Mm-hmm. And we have some wonderful man gays in there too. So Ooh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, masculine people as well, but they're a lot of fun. So that is Pillow Talk Studios VIP group, exclusive VIP group on Facebook. And then you'll find me on Instagram at Pillow Talk dot studios and then my personal um instagram is sierra later <laughs> yes i love that <laughs> yeah sierra so later. if i were to do drag that would be sierra
0: later yeah. i love it Fucking love it
1: yeah. that's great yeah that's that's me and i hope to be back here and have diana on mine so yes yeah.
0: i want to come to you for sure you're definitely going to come back yes, and with when yeah exactly well exactly yeah and then when i do my episode with you i'll let my listeners know so that they can go and listen to yeah. my story, but hopefully they'll go and just listen because it is a really, it is a really cool podcast. I love the premise of it and everything. So go listen, guys. And then our social media, our email is my ride or die podcast at gmail.com. And Instagram is our main thing. So Instagram is my ride or die podcast. Facebook is the same, my ride or die podcast. And then there's the fucking shitty Twitter that we never use. I,
1: yeah. My I ride or die get, pod. Yeah. I, I can't get into I've it. I've never been able to. And it's the same with when I was in high school. Like yeah. in the States, MySpace was a big thing.
0: Yeah. But
1: here, MySpace was not that big. No. Like I had it. Yeah. Like we didn't use it like that. And the same with Twitter. Like I have a few friends that are on Twitter and mm-hmm. like, because it is a lot less censored, so it's great for boudoir photographers. Like, oh, okay, you okay. Post ass and tits, right? But yeah. it's nice, <laughs> tits and ass, yeah. That's, that's my life. Um, in the most respectful way, obviously. Yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, it just I I've tried. I can't get into I it. Can't get into it. No, I have no desire to scroll through another feed. No. And like reply to things no. when I have that on everything else. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So Instagram's definitely my, my go-to. Yes. Like I prefer that. Yeah. And then Facebook, I just have it automatically uploading to Facebook.
1: Mm, yeah. So,
0: cause I know I don't, I don't really go on Facebook much anymore.
1: No, you used to be pretty heavy. I it. used to be. And then yeah.
0: I just, when I took that break and I was just like, now I'm, yeah, yeah, like I do go on every once in a while, especially if I see someone tag me on something, but yeah. like, um. Yeah, I'm just not. You I know. just
1: love seeing your comments because, like, whenever you comment on something, when you actually are on Facebook, it yeah. comes up for me, and it's always like
0: the best memes and shit. So,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I'm pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so that's it, folks. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for coming. Of this was fun. Yeah, we'll do it again soon. Perfect. I mean, your schedule, obviously, but
1: yes. <laughs>
0: All right, good night, bitches.
1: Good night. Bye. Bye.